Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Michelle Holmes, CEO and founder of Homeschool Directive. Over the past 30 plus years, Michelle has seen and experienced many different homeschooling philosophies, values, and methods. But at the heart of them all, she believes lies one important value, and that is freedom. The freedom to choose the coursework, the freedom to choose the curriculum that best gives your student the education they're going to need to be successful during their school years and after graduation, whatever their plans may be for their future. And after walking alongside hundreds of homeschooling parents and their teens, Michelle created Homeschool Directive, an online non-traditional school that gives parents the structure they want and the freedom they crave to create a positive and successful high school experience for their teens at home. In this episode, we talk about how international home educators can take advantage of U.S. high school diplomas, transcripts to achieve a secondary education in their own country. How seeing the smiles on the faces of home educators have helped her through the years as they present their teens with a high school diploma. And lastly, how homeschooling parents can enroll their students with homeschool directive for academic direction, structure, and transcript. Go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper because you're not going to want to miss what Michelle has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what's a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Hello, everyone. Well, what a fun fact that is going on currently in the homeschooling community is the international homeschooling movement is on fire. They are just really embracing home education, especially like in the UK. They are just really focusing on really changing the educational system there by home educating their own children and doing it differently than traditional in the UK and other parts of the world. They are leaning towards the United States transcript um, diploma um, method in, in order to be able to customize their own home education, which is really, really exciting to just be able to talk to people from around the world homeschooling and just really being innovators in their own countries. It's really a fun thing that's happening in the homeschooling community right now. That is exciting to hear that the homeschool arena, the homeschool community is just expanding so much further and that other countries are really adopting that and just running with it. And that's just super exciting. So the focus of your work is to how are how are you helping parents from their international to be able to achieve those secondary education like credits and transcripts well what's going on right now especially in the uk and in other countries is that they're trying to home educate differently in 
in the sense that it is very expensive for a home-educated family to do the A-level testing or the GE, the the testing, let me re-say that, or to do the testing system there in the UK. And it's very expensive. They have to go usually like to London and they have to schedule time away and, and it's exhausting. They have to do something like 10, 10, 15 different tests. And they're finding that, you know, this, that they don't necessarily want to do it that way. They don't want to spend the money. They don't want to put their children into this situation that they have to do these testing in order to be able to go to the university there. And the fun thing is, is that, is that what the home educated, uh, what the home educators in the UK are finding is that the United States transcript is acceptable. The United States diploma slash transcript is acceptable over in the UK. And so a lot of home educators there are transitioning from the testing, traditional UK testing route and going to the US transcript diploma route. Wow, that is pretty intense. <laughs> That's well, really mean, and it's so different, right, from their normal structure of how they do education there in yeah. the UK. It is all about testing. You're, you know, from a young age in the UK, you're groomed to take these tests. Wow. And in order to get into the university there, you have to pass these tests. It's the only way in. But it's not. That's what everybody thinks. It's not the only way. And a lot of the um, UK universities over there take international students. And those international students, especially if they're coming from the United States, do not come with all of those tests. They come with a diploma slash transcript. And just so, thinking that. Yeah, I was just thinking that because I know a lot of my friends have tra- have uh, trans have gone over to different countries for their their college degrees. And I was just thinking, well, I don't think they've taken all those tests. So I'm like, yeah, but when you said that, I was like, well, that, that makes total sense. Yeah, that's a, so what's exciting is that the home educators there are catching on to this and they're creating their own transcripts and diplomas and their children are attending the universities. And if you go to any of the universities in the UK, it has right on there. If you're, you usually can go through the international department. It's kind of, it's kind of newer over there. So kids are getting into the university over there, even though they're UK citizens, they're applying through the international students and turning in their transcripts and diplomas that way and getting accepted into universities that way. Now you're a master at turning anything into a credit, aren't you? Like- you are a master at that. So so for your audience that hasn't heard of me before, um, I have eight children. I homeschooled for 32 years. And each of my children' educational journey was different. And I had to learn how to homeschool each of them differently. I also ran a co-op that was dedicated to high school. And so we had like over 200 students every year. And so I've seen... We, you know, here in the United States, we call it homeschooling overseas. They call it home educators. But I have learned over the years, over the last 30 something years of how to take whatever a child is doing and their home and turn that into a high school credit for their transcript. Wow. And, and it is 
you know, once you learn my methods, it's so easy. You can just turn whatever your kids' interests are, whatever their goals are, and you can turn that into a high school credit. I love that. You know, and that's, that's so powerful because that's what education really should be about, right? The kids being able to, you know, follow their interests, follow their desires, and be able to learn the different, you know, core subjects, you would say, through their interests. And I, it just, it seems so very natural to me in a sense, right? Like if a kid, let's just say for me, I loved art and I still love art, right? But I didn't learn my history in high school, the traditional way. It was really difficult for me. Like it was awful. I hated history, but I learned history. I mean, my listeners probably knows by my now they're like, they're probably sitting there saying right now, you learned it through art history. I remember, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, but I did, I learned history through art history and I learned, you know, the, all the traditional stuff through the different ways that art, you know, they painted and it was way easier for me. And I learned math through music. I didn't learn math proper way like I went to math class but it never stuck it wasn't until I took a music class that the math there made sense decimals made sense fractions all of a sudden made sense and everything made sense and I was like oh is is that what they're trying to teach me okay (laughs) you know (laughs) it's really important I think that if we're going to be in the homeschooling community that we look back to the late 70s or early 80s, that's the beginning of the modern homeschooling movement. And it was all about educational reform. It was about doing school differently. And so, you know, I started homeschooling in um, 1990. And so, uh, you know, I sat through um, listening to Dr. Moore and he, he, you know, he talked about education in a certain way and you have John Holt and and so when you're coming from that experience, it's really hard for me to embrace this whole school at home, especially after COVID and our kids are just sitting at computers for hours in a day. It's kind of sad when I see that because that's really not what the homeschooling movement is about. It's about freedom to be able to customize your children's education. Now for you and your family, it might be okay to do an organized curriculum and that just works really great for a particular family but for another family they might decide that they want to do it completely opposite and I think with my years of experience and seeing homeschooling happen so many different ways that that's that's the beauty of homeschooling is that there's not one right answer to how you do that, but to be able to integrate your children's love of the arts, or if they're engineers or whatever their life goals are and their interests, to be able to customize the education towards those interests, it's an easy buy-in for your kids. Like that's, you know, the hardest thing about homeschooling through high school is getting the buy-in of a teenager. And it just seems that when you approach it towards their interests and their desires, they just, it just comes so naturally. And like you said, that you, you enjoyed music and it opened your eyes to mathematics. And then you, you enjoy art and you learn more history because of art. So that integrated 
integrating subjects around one topic is a beautiful way to homeschool. And it's like cheating as a homeschool parent, you know, like you can do language arts and have them and integrate that the language arts into your science program, right? Like it's kind of, it's kind of the easy way to homeschool is to integrate one topic around a couple different educational branches. I agree. I agree. I'm almost like, that's like, this is the, this is the, the crux. This is, there, there's a word I'm looking for that the, like the, the epitome, the best, I don't know. It's, it's some phrase, but anyway, I'll figure it out. And I'll say it some other time, <laughs> but, you know, but it is, it's really cool. That's why I love the homeschool community so much. So what inspired you to, to, to do this? Like, how did you get inspired to start doing what you're doing? Well, I started off locally by running the homeschool group. I, I started the co-op because I, my, my oldest was getting older and I wanted her to have a community and, and really there wasn't a lot back then for high schoolers. So it just lent myself to like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to focus more on high school classes. And, and then it just turned into, you know, 20 years down the road, I was helping a lot of local homeschool parents. Um, my goal was to help people homeschool all the way through high school. Like that's my desire to see thousands of people homeschool all the way through high school. And so even in my own journey, once you get to that seventh and eighth grade year, like things change and you start getting worried as a homeschool parent. And it doesn't matter if you're pulling your kids out in seventh and eighth grade, or you've been homeschooling since they were, you know, kindergarten. When you get towards high school, it gets scary. And uh, and so, you know, I just started doing workshops and helping people. And then I moved on to the, into the online space. And, and now I have an umbrella school to help people who, who would like to be coached along the way and have somebody to help them with the record keeping and issue a transcript. And, and so it's just evolved over the last 30 years of being in the community with the goal of homeschooling all the way through high school. Well, that's awesome. And you know, I heard someone else say before, like, if I if if I homeschooled my kids all through elementary school, I am not going to put them in high school. That's my reward to watch them be able to learn on their own now. Like now it's like I get to partner with them. I, I have a lot less work to do. And I've heard a couple of people say that like it's like high school is like you do a lot less work because they you've already taught them how to learn. You've taught them how to do certain things. So I was like, oh, that's that's a really interesting take. That is I you know, I. I have broken I have broken down in my I had that elementary is practice for junior high middle school middle school is practice for high school and high school is practice for college and beyond for adult onboarding and I've always said the hardest part of homeschooling through high school is getting through that middle middle school age if you're international that's that between 10 to 11 12 13 like those are such difficult years emotional like they the children are emotional and there's so much so much that is happening to our kids you know pre-adolescence bodies are changing so rapidly and i have seen a lot of people give up at that age. And they're like, I am not, these kids are crying all the time. It is not fun. You know, I think 
we sometimes glamorize homeschooling as that it's this beautiful beautiful thing every day is perfect and some days are hard and for some reason middle school or that 11 12 age is just extremely difficult and it's not us the parents it's the kids and I think if we had more homeschooling parents talk about that that oh this is normal it's okay for your kid to be all you spent that day was on character because they needed to finish an assignment and they didn't or you know, they're crying over in the corner. They don't really know why. You don't know why. And yep. if you can just give me that three, <laughs> just three oh. those three years. Yeah. You get to the other side of that. And and if you've been patient during that time, the reward is on the other side. That high school years, like you were mentioning that people have said. Yeah. That's what I keep I hearing. I didn't find that those years were easier for me, especially I think because each of my kids did, each of my kids' high school journeys were different. I had to learn so many different things along the way to help them, but I didn't have to necessarily sit next to them. Like we only had a check-in meeting once a week. I really strongly really strongly encourage that, that at the high school level, that you are checking in with your kids at least once a week, asking them some questions about their weeks, because as your friends mentioned before, as your children are getting older, it's less time with you. Remember, I think that high school is preparing them for college and life afterwards. And so you want to be stepping back a little bit in that role, maybe outsourcing some harder classes that you don't feel comfortable with. Now they have to answer to that a teacher online, or if they're going to a community college and they're taking classes there, or they're working, you know, or they're teaching music lessons. And so this whole adult onboarding, I call it, happens during that, those teenage years when you get to that high school level. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny talking about the middle school levels. You know, I almost, um, so I started my teaching career was in middle school, so I didn't know anything different. Right. So like that, that's all I ever knew was middle school. So for me, this is what kids were like. And then I went to high school and I was like, oh, this is very nice. These kids are calm. You know, it was really, really nice. <laughs> yeah. I was like, so happy. I was like, oh, this is great. Then they wanted me bring, bring me back down to middle school again. And I remember, and this was after 10 years of being in high school. And I was like, yeah, if that happens, I quit. Like I was like literally (laughs) ready. I was like, I am going to quit. I'm like, I'm not going back to middle school. Like that is the most emotional time in my life. I was like, I don't want to do it. I remember thinking, I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm I'll find something else to do. Right. So you, so I was seeing, especially in, in my local community, that people were pulling their kids out in junior high. You know, that's that 11, 12 age. They were pulling them out of private school, out of public school, because they weren't doing very well there. Or people were putting their kids into private or public schools because it wasn't working at the homeschool level either. And so I, like I said, I think we just need to be very honest that yeah. it's not the parent. No, it's, it's just, it's the, the, years. Ch- it's, it's the years. It's what's yeah. happening to their yeah. bodies. Totally. And, 100%. and, and you you should be introducing more responsibilities at those ages, right? We're preparing them for high school. We're practicing for high school. So for 
in some homes, even if you're on, even if you're on schooler, like I have seen homeschooling done from very, very traditional all the way to unschoolers. It doesn't, here's what happens at the high school level. It doesn't really matter what your educational philosophy is. You have to capture what your children are doing and put it onto a piece of paper. Now I do have some friends that have like, we're not doing transcripts. We're not doing the diploma. I've always encouraged people to do that because it's like your kids did the hard work and you did the hard work do the piece of paper, it's their resume, do their portfolio. It is an end of an era of your time with them in the, in helping them to launch into adulthood. And so it, like I was saying before, it doesn't matter if you're doing traditional or unschooling in the sense that you need to capture what they're doing and start putting it down onto paper. And so that elementary, you're moving from elementary to middle school and you're going to start introducing maybe assignments that have, you know, you would like them to be completed by a certain time. So those things are kind of happening in that middle school level too. That's kind of new for them that you could be getting some pushback. You might say, oh, you're going to read these five books in the next three months. And I want one book done, you know, every three weeks. And they're like, what, you know, no. <laughs> and then there's tears yeah. and procrastination and it's all beautiful. Like, it's yeah. all great, great things to practice on. Yeah. Right. We we can start putting some goals for the kids to start achieving. And as they're as they're learning these skills during the middle school years, and it sounds like we're gonna be spending a lot of time talking about middle school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? But it's it's precursor. Yeah. So when do you start when do you start? keeping credits for high school, right? right? When is a child ready for high school? How about a kid that's working very ahead of schedule? Yeah. And are you going to graduate them early? Like all these things start happening. These conversations start happening in middle school. Yeah. And then you're starting to think these through for high school. Yeah. My husband and I came to the decision that our children, my husband and I came to the decision that we were not going to let our children graduate early. We didn't okay. care if they were done with high school when they were 14. And and out of the eight, I had three kids that were done before their junior year. Mm. But they just spent the next two years studying whatever they wanted and getting college credits and stuff. I just felt like I, for our family, we wanted our teens to be launching into adulthood with the same peer group. I had my, and I learned this lesson. My oldest daughter, she was 20 when she double majored and graduated college. Wow. And, you know, she couldn't even go out drinking with her friends to celebrate after graduation. That's really funny. Yeah. I mean, like she couldn't, not that drinking is important, but it was this reality that she was so much younger than her, her peer group that she was at college. I guess it's, you know, her class was so much younger so when she went to go to apply for grad school when she got accepted they're like wait you're only 20 (laughs) they're like are you sure this is you should be here now or should you go live life a little bit and so we had this huge conversation and she decided not to go right into grad school because I was just 20. And so I don't think we start, we don't really think about those things. Yeah. Yeah. So from her, we learned that, okay, it's, you know, our kids, 
they have so many opportunities to get high school credits that yeah. it just lends itself that they can sure. graduate early That's because awesome. I keep track of everything. Right. I keep track of everything that do I can turn anything that they're doing into credit. I love that. And usually, <laughs> usually there's 10 credits that I'm not even putting on their transcripts. So we just keep track of everything. Yeah. And then at the end, we only put the best. Yeah on their transcripts. And what happens with some of the kids is that their life goals at 13 are not the same life goals at 18. Right. And so some of the things that they were working on at 13, even though it was high school level, some of the other things that they've done later lends itself more to what they want to go to college for. Right. And so we have that flexibility like, isn't that beautiful as a homeschool oh, yeah. parent that you have so many credits yeah, that's that beautiful. you can pick and choose yes. and you can make this transcript look top notch. It's not a lie. My kids did the work. Right, 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 and, right. And, but if they're going to be, if they're going to be going to an art school, of course, I'm going to put all their art stuff on their electives. If they're going yeah. to engineering, you know, so yeah, that it's, that's the beautiful thing about homeschooling through high school. That's awesome. So <laughs> as we wrap this up, where can they connect with you? Where can they find your your information and be able to connect with you? So my business is called Homeschool Directive, mm-hmm. homeschooldirective.com. And um, that's the name of the, the umbrella schools. You can go on there and learn all about the umbrella schools. So if you're homeschooling either in the United States or if you're homeschooling internationally in the UK, we can help you. Um, take your children through that educational journey and help them get a transcript and a diploma. We'll help you with the record keeping and coach you along the line, along That's the way. Awesome. That's awesome. So what, what would be one big takeaway you'd want parents to take away from this conversation? Well, if you're in the middle school ages, stick with it. There is a lot of joy on the other end of it. If you're f- afraid of homeschooling from for, through high school, don't be. With just a little coaching and a little direction, you'll be able to do it. And there's no greater joy of handing your child a diploma at the end of at the end of the 12 years and giving them the diploma. You worked just as hard as they did, and yeah. I want all parents to stick it through. Yeah. And and, and really experience that joy. Mm-hmm. And then I have adult children that are homeschooling their children. And so that's even, that's even the journey of watching your adult children homeschool your grandchildren is even fun, like even more fun. That's so, awesome. Uh, yeah. So stick with it. Stick yes. homeschooling through high school. Think about it. It's just a lifestyle of what you're doing. Right. I love that. Thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing all of your wisdom and your tips and tricks. So guys, if you want to reach out to her, Michelle, I will put her link in the show notes. Thank you so much, Michelle. It's been awesome talking to you. Bye-bye. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, Follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.